This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Alvina, it's me. I've just discovered the most amazing thing. It's called Shaker and Spoon, and it's a subscription cocktail service. I can learn how to make handcrafted cocktails right here at the office. From now on, our Scrabble Nights will be even more fun. Every box comes with enough ingredients to make three different cocktail recipes, developed by world-class mixologists. All I need to do is buy one bottle of that month's spirit, and I have all I need to make 12 drinks at home. That's seven for me and five for you. And it's just 40 to $50 per month, plus the cost of the bottle. That is much cheaper than Vouv Clicquot. Unless we get Joey and Salvatore to raid a van again, of course. Oh, and you can skip or cancel boxes any time. My first shaker and spoon box just arrived. What do you say we start our Scrabble session a bit early? I'm already shaking. P.S. Alvina, if you want your own set, you can get $20 off your first box at shakerandspoon.com forward slash Amelia. Do you also want your Scrabble Nights to be even more fun? Well, as an Amelia listener, you can simply visit shakerandspoon.com slash Amelia and you will get $20 off any length subscription. The discount will automatically be applied when you check out. Host your first Amelia listening party or give a subscription to Shaker and Spoon as a gift to a friend or family member. Once more, that's shakerandspoon.com slash Amelia. Hello, dear Amelia listeners, and uh, excuse my hoarse voice, I'm coming down with a bit of a cold, but we're really excited to be sharing the next episode of The Amelia Project with you. This episode is dedicated to our patron, Amelie Harris. Thank you so, so much for your support, Amelie. Uh, and in fact, Emily is also one of the winners of last week's Patreon caption competition. Uh, if you don't know what I'm referring to, we dug up some old rehearsal photos of the interviewer and Alvina in costume in various poses. And uh, we asked our patrons to come up with captions for each one. Uh, the responses were absolutely hilarious. And uh, we announced the winners during last weekend's Coco Corner video live stream. During that live stream, we also did a live performance of a sketch with Alvina, the interviewer, and Matteo, and uh, we'll be posting a fully produced audio version of that sketch on the Patreon feed uh, next week. But right now, it's time to start the show. Hope you enjoy. Vamos, vamos hacia Monterosa por nuestra Panaragua. Unidos por el pueblo, jamader. There we go. Now try singing with this gag in your mouth. <laughs> Finally, I can think again. Christ! What? what Shut the? up and release that man. Amelia. Uh. uh hi. Hello. <laughs> What are you, um... Weren't you mm -hmm. expecting me? Ooh, on the... 
contrary. But it's a, a, an absolute pleasure to see you here. I see you cut your spa treatment a little short. Spa treatment. Isn't the smart coffin patent pending almost like one of those delightful sensory deprivation tanks? Yes, it was mind-numbingly deprived. Well, I'm glad to see you uh, up and about. What can I do for you? Cut the smile, you lizard. I'm here to free that man. <laughs> you are? Yes. How? You do notice the bulge in my pocket, right? I mean, <laughs> I'm happy to see you. I'm just, I'm not that happy to see you. If being happy to see me causes a bulge in your jacket pocket, I think you should see a doctor. Yeah, it's a gun. I have a gun. God damn it. Then why don't you show it? Is it because it is made out of three fingers and a rubber band? Okay. Here. Look. See? Made out of steel. A real gun. Oh. Oh. Wow. That is a very small gun. Well, it's not the size that matters, is it? Are you sure? I, I think it might be the smallest gun I've ever seen. It's perfectly adequate. Really? I assure you, uh, this gun gets the job done. I, I, I didn't mean to rhyme, but that is the way it came out. It is kind of impressive how your hands are so small. It, it just fits you perfectly. All right, shut up. Now, what did you do that for? You're still not scared? No. Oh. Now let my friend go, will you? You have no use for him. You want Kozlovsky, and he isn't here. Well, until I get Kozlovsky, I would like to keep a retainer. You have no idea what you've gotten yourself into, do you? Sorry? Do you have any idea who this man is? I don't know. Some messed up, earless mariachi. Look at your phone. Why? The news. Check the news. Okay, let me just... This is friggin' hard with one hand. Hey, don't move! Or I will shoot again. I'm not moving. Okay, news. Panaragua. Oh, oh boy. Mm-hmm. This guy's kind of a big deal. He's the next president of Panaragua. <laughs> Great. Great? Yeah, that's wonderful. How is that a good thing for you? Now I have even more bargaining power. God, why on earth did you even tell me that? <laughs> You're an idiot, aren't you? I mean, I, I was already wondering how you kept that sort of, uh, you know, backwards death faking business of yours afloat. But now, <laughs> I mean, that's a miracle. Mateo, you have just unwittingly faked the death of the leader of the Panaraguan Pythons, one of the most successful paramilitary groups in the world. Doesn't that strike you as a tad risky? No, no, not at all. Look, I don't know about the Amelia Project, but at the Incognito Project, we're used to dealing with celebrities. Whom you've accidentally kidnapped? Yeah, uh, yes, that, yeah, okay, very funny. That, yes, that too. Why am I not surprised? Okay, well, Gerard Butler and Clive Owen look almost identical, and in our defense, we did let Gerard Butler go, but did anyone miss him? Anyhow, what I was trying to say was... What? Spit it out. You're in trouble. Uh. <laughs> okay. <sighs> okay, I'm, I'm glad you find this funny. Are you done now? Oh, I'm yeah. Sorry. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, at least one of us is having fun. Sorry. I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry. I, I thought I heard you say that I was in trouble. You are. <laughs> sure. I'll, I'll bite. How am I in trouble? We've told the rebels. <laughs> you, you, you told who? What? What, are you, what is it? What are you talking about? We've told the Panaraglan Pythons that mere hours before they were about to win a civil war that's been raging for decades, the Incognito Project went ahead and kidnapped their leader. But, but, but wait, how, how did you... You thought I climbed out of that coffin without releasing my friends? Well, uh... <laughs> As we've been talking, Alvina and Savannah have gone to tell the rebels where we are. Right now, there is an army of highly trained guerrilla soldiers on their way here, and they are pumped up, impatient, and bloodthirsty. When they get here, they're not just going to want to set Perez free. No, they're going to be pissed off that their whole operation has been jeopardized. They're going to be angry that you gave the palace more time to prepare for the final attack, that you delayed the revolution. They're going to want revenge. They are going to kill you, Mateo. What? Cat got your tongue? I... So... Well, so what am I going to do? Well... I could consider... Yes? Giving you an interview. What? Assess if you are Amelia material. If you are, I could help you fake your death. You... Snake! You might have the gun, Mateo. But I have the upper hand. Fine. Interview me. With the utmost pleasure. Mateo, welcome to the Amelia Project. Project, created by Philip Thorne and Ostein Braga, with music and sound direction by Frederick Baden. Episode 37. Matteo. Please, have a seat. I prefer to stand. And I prefer to just let my farts go, but I don't do that in polite company, do I? Sit. You know, I think that I will sit down. Good. Now, why would you like to die? I don't. (laughs) Dying is exactly what I'm trying to avoid here. I see. Are you perhaps in a spot of trouble? Okay, don't be cute. You know exactly what my problem is because you're the one who put me in this situation. Well, you did kind of put yourself in this situation, but let's not split hairs. You see, what I'm wondering is if there isn't another more personal story lurking in the background. Well, um, oh, sure, I have a story for you. A bunch of trigger-happy insurgents want to blow my head off. How much more personal do you want it? But isn't this whole situation just a manifestation of an inner struggle, which you have conjured into existence in order to make your psychological pain more tangible? Wow, that's, um, you know, when I was six and I, oh, (laughs) no, no, no. Nice try. I saved that for Dr. Rosenblum on Tuesday mornings. Aren't you, in fact, your own insurgent, fighting an inner war against yourself? wanting to assassinate the pathetic excuse for a man you have become to give space for a new Mateo who can become a different kind of loser somewhere else? Can I be honest? I'm really not liking this interview at all. 
When you're done faking deaths, Mateo, what will you do instead? What's your new life going to be like? I, I, I don't know. The idea of faking my own death literally just occurred to me two minutes ago. So you'll forgive me if I don't have a plan. I know there's a spot going at a quinoa farm. Would that work for you? Quinoa farms? <laughs> Screw you. If not, at the Amelia Project, we specialize in remote locations. Right now, we have identity vacancies on Svalbard, Jan Mayen, and the Falklands. Nope, not the Falklands. <laughs> Please. The Incognito Project specializes in South America, so... I know a few too many people on the Falklands. And I'm terribly allergic to sheep. Jan Mayan it is. Uh, where is Jan Mayan? Between Greenland and Russia. Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> Not a place Panarag when revolutionaries are probably going to go on vacation. Hardly. Would you say that it's a, a lively place? What's the bar scene like there? The island has 18 inhabitants, two bars, and one kebab joint. Oh, Really? No, it does not have a kebab joint. How would you like to disappear? I don't know. We've got to come up with something very quickly. Those angry rebels could storm through that door at any moment. Well, speed this up then. Just just figure it out. Oh, I don't know yet. What don't you know? I don't know if I'll take on your case. You have to convince me. Hmm. <laughs> How? Tell me something personal. Oh, you mean something Im- impressive? No. Personal. What, like it's in, incriminating? Sure, if you want. Although, I was thinking more along the lines of... Embarrassing. Okay, so you want me to tell you something that's... That will make you blush. Oh, you're cruel. I'm a monster. And what happens if I don't do that? Your life depends on it. <sighs> Fine. Before I joined the Incognito Project, I worked at an office job. And and one day, during lunch, I spilled coffee all the way down the front of my shirt. So I I went to the bathroom to clean up, and I realized that I had put my shirt on backwards. And the shirt had ruffles down the front, so it was very obvious that my shirt had been on backwards all day in front of my coworkers. Ruffles. Neat. So I turned the shirt, but then I had to explain to everybody why I had a huge coffee stain on my back. (laughs) that's good and pathetic so will you take on my case god no why would i have someone as pathetic as that as a client no no no. wait 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 but but but. ah relax i'll take on your case anyway you will yes i won't sit and watch an innocent man die uh let me rephrase relatively innocent man die I don't know about the Incognito Project, but at the Amelia Project, we have moral standards. Oh, you... You know what? It's true. You're right. I am a relatively innocent man. And one day, when I get to that final interview, I'm going to say to that eternal interviewer... Don't forget St. Petey boy Mateo Harmony Glasscock Shufflebottom was a relatively innocent man. Mateo Harmony Glasscock Shufflebottom? That's your name? Well, I come from a long, proud line of glasscocks. Let's not talk about the Shufflebottoms. See? Now we're talking. Someone with a name that silly, I'd take on their case any day. Okay. Now let's find a suitable death for you. Much appreciated. Luckily for you, I already have a plan, and you're going to love it. Do you Do you mean it? You are. You see that smart coffin over there? You mean the one that Che Guevara was in? That's right. We are going to transport you out of here in that. 
And you love those smart coffins, don't you? <sighs> I've already seen Friends twice and, and all the Van Damme movies. Do we have time to upload a new set? No. Of- no, we, we don't. Okay. No time. <laughs> Take off your shirt. Hurry up! They're coming! I can see them out the window. What? Where? Where? You see that dust cloud in the distance? That's the rebels approaching. Oh, shit! Okay, um, shirt is off. Now what? I'll shoot a hole in it. Give me the gun. I, I'm, not, I'm not stupid. I'll do it. Fine. Aim for the heart. <sighs> Shame to ruin such a nice print like this, though. Great. Now put it back on. As for blood, um, let's go with rust. Rust. There's nothing else around. This house is just a shell, and we're in the middle of a desert from the look of it. Still, rust is the best we can do? The rebels will be too pumped up to notice the difference. Just rub your chest on that rusty window frame. You I'm, you want me to... You want me to rub my chest on that... R- but I haven't had a tetanus shot. Just do it already. The dust cloud is getting closer. Damn it. Fine. There we go. Ah, this hurts. Ooh, ouch. Ah, ah. This doesn't feel as good as you might think. Ooh. Ah, I am getting very little pleasure out of this. On a scale of one to five, this is a three at best. Ah, this is the least sexy grinding I have done since... Ow! Ah, Mardi Gras 2004. Well, when I got up this morning, I didn't imagine I'd be watching a hairy man rub his chest against a window frame either, so... Ah, ow! Shit! I cut myself on that latch! Oh, God. Oh, God, I'm bleeding. I am bleeding a lot. Huh. Who'd have thought such a pale man could be so full of blood? We need to stop the bleeding. Absolutely not. This is perfect. Real blood looks a hell of a lot more like real blood than a rust stain does. But I'm gonna... <laughs> bleed to death. No, you won't. It's just a scratch. Now get in the coffin. Okay, okay. Oh, ow. Ooh. Ow. Ow, 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 it hurts. When the rebels storm in here, they'll see your bloody corpse in the coffin and the bullet hole in your shirt. They'll assume I wrestled the gun from you and shot you. Now, all you have to do is give me the gun. First, I want something from you. What? I don't trust you. What if you don't send me to to Jan Mayan? Listen, the rebels are here. If you don't lie down and play dead, you'll be dead. You could just bury this coffin and leave me for dead. I would never do that. How do I know? Oh my god, the rebels are here. They are here. You you, you have to give me something or I'm going to shoot you, okay? I'll take you with me. I haven't got anything to give you. You're goddamn surgeon. How do I find him? I don't freaking know. For all I know, he's in prison or even dead. Really? You don't know? No! Well, then I need something else. Just give up! The rebels will burst through that door at any second! I want your answering machine. What? Your answering machine. I want access to the Amelia Project answering machine. You want to steal our clients? Yes. <laughs> it's a remote service, isn't it? Write down how to access it. Here, on my arm. Or I will shoot you. <sighs> shit! Shit, shit, shit! Come on, 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 come on. I'm riding as fast as I can. Ah. <laughs> it tickles. It was your idea. That's it. Well, this better not be bullshit, or I will come find you. Now give me the gun, or they won't believe that I shot you. Sure, I'm just gonna empty it first. What? God, was that necessary? Now you can have the gun. And you better keep your word. Send me to Jan Mayan, or so help me, Shut I up, will... Shut up, or I'll knock you over the head with this hey, gun. don't even think about now, it. Now lie down. Be... Dead! If I'm not in Jan Mayan when I open this beautiful handcrafted lid, I'm gonna. Uh, uh. Uh. Oh. Oh. Amelia, oh. hey! Are you I'm okay? okay. He's knocked out. I knocked him out. Savannah, Alvina, it's all good. It is. <sighs> now, how do we close this casket up? I found a hammer and some rusty nails downstairs. Excellent. Ah. 
Thank you, Savannah. Amelia. Alvina, I'm so glad to see you all. Aren't you impressed by these two? Sounding like a whole army all by themselves? Uh, I can't believe Mateo really thought this sandstorm was the rebels approaching. But Savannah, why didn't you just contact the Pythons? I tried. Uh. My smartwatch ran out of battery. Uh. <sighs> Our cell phones should be here somewhere. I'll find them. What are we going to do with the guy with the ugly tie? Mateo? I suggest we do what I promised. Send him to Yon Mayan. Does he deserve that? Have you ever been to Yon Mayan? It's a barren rock with nothing but hungry polar bears. Fair point. I found the phones. Which one of the pythons should I call? Enrique? No. Call Juan, El Rusio, or Guillermo. I would ask you to call Terencio, but bless him, his phone is forever in sight. I'd call Miguel. He's more likely to pick up. Hand me the phone, will you, Savannah? Aquí va. Miguel, is that you? <coughs> you hung up? I'll try again. Hello? Miguel? <coughs> it's me, <coughs> Perez. He hung up again. And he was reciting the Padre Nuestro. Oh my god. Of course. They think we're dead. Everyone thinks we're dead. Oh shit. These revolution is fucked. Nah, mierda. You know, it doesn't have to be. What do you mean? Amelia, do you remember H? H? It's an old client called H? We don't have time for that story now. Amelia, do you get what I'm saying? Are you thinking... Yes. Ha, that is genius. Alvina, you are a star. Perez, what is better than a living leader? I don't know. One who has defied death. What do you mean? As we speak, your soldiers will have overtaken Monterosa. They'll be surrounding Palacio de Santa Maria de la Purísima Salvat Romero. But they have just received the news of your death. They don't know whether to go ahead without you or not. The sandstorm will have halted the fighting for a short while. In the meantime, your friends are holed up in their positions around Plaza de la Sangre Marizada. Morning, you're passing. They will be tearing up from missing you, but they will pretend their eyes are just watering from the sandstorm. But then, as the sandstorm resides, they notice something. High up there, in the church tower of Iglesia de las Lagrimas Puras. Okay. They all see it. Your men. The palace guards. The people in the streets. The ones looking out of their windows. The media. The president will walk out onto his balcony to get a closer look, and he cannot believe his eyes. It is a figure. Is it a man? It is. Does he look familiar? He does. But it's not a man. It's a myth. It's a legend. It's someone they thought was dead who has come back to finish a revolution. It's Pablo Perez Garcia. It's me. It's me. Ha! I love it! Soy immortal. 
¡Viva la revolución! ¡Long live the revolution! ¡Vamos, vamos hacia Monterrosa por nuestra Panaragua! <sighs> Seems like Divine Resurrection is turning into a nice sideline for us. Seems like it. Your phone is ringing. Again. It's not important. It might be. It's not. I don't know how many people have your phone number. Almost nobody. So, if someone is calling... It is either one of my generals or the Kremlin. Then it's obviously important, isn't it? Oh, we will land in a few minutes. Still. In 1972, we did not have mobile phones. And yet, I managed to take over this country. That's hard to argue with. Now it's stopped ringing anyway, so... That's the 11th time it's rung. Eleven. Uh, I don't care. If you don't take it, I'll release a giant hornet right here inside the helicopter. Are you threatening me? Yes. Yes, I'm threatening you. I can't take that phone ringing any longer. <laughs> oh, insect man. Uh, you amuse me. I'm glad. No, I will pick up the phone. Because you made me laugh. Oh, no, I missed it. Giant hornet. <laughs> you are a funny. Hello? It's me. Thank God you're picking up. I was getting worried. Boris! Why are you worrying? Are you my mother? I'm in charge of looking after you. I guess you have heard. Yes. My enemy is dead. Our troubles are over. Well, that's why I'm calling. I heard that you were on the way to the palace. In a few minutes you will see me on the TV. On the palace balcony. You really shouldn't go to the palace. You shouldn't go out on that balcony. I will be calming the people down, ensuring them that everything is now back to normal. Please, please don't do that. And why not? Please just wait. We have to take things slowly. I will take nothing slowly. Taking power right now would be disastrous. It will not. The people need their president. have a plan, our secret service will infiltrate the Pythons and cause an argument among the rebels. We'll stop them from settling on a new leader. They'll fight, create fractions. After a week or two of chaos, the people will be fed up, and they will welcome you back. They will welcome me back now! With all due respect, they will not. I do not take orders from you. I'm not the one ordering you. I do not take orders from the Russian president. This doesn't come from the president. It comes directly from Mikhail. From Mikhail, you say? Yes. I'm... Listen, Boris, I'm not feeling this. My gut says no. Mikhail gave very clear orders. Fine. I'll wait. What just happened? What did he say? Who's a pilot? Don't land. Turn back. 
We're not going to the palace. Where are we going? I have a secret place in the hills. Alvina, I did something I'm unsure about. What? Mateo asked for the access details to our answer phone. Did you give them to him? At the time, he was pointing a gun at me. I could have written something fake, but I I just couldn't think. It's okay. We could open the coffin again, rub it off his arm. Let's not waste time doing that. We'll have to get a new answer phone anyway. We don't want anyone to trace us via the old number. You're right. He will steal some clients from us. Unless we... just blow up his coffin? Alvina? I know, I know. Jan Mayen, was it? Yeah. At least he didn't get his hands on Kozlovsky. That's something to toast to, isn't it? It is. <laughs> that, plus the revolution going ahead after all. To that, I raise an invisible glass of Vov Clicquot. To the revolution! I do hope he's safe. Okay, okay, let's try and think back and pinpoint where we lost him. We put him in a bin liner and hid him in a dumpster behind Morrison's. From there, you retrieved him, put him into a suitcase and checked him into luggage storage at St Pancras. We lugged the suitcase over to the British Library and put him in a cleaning cupboard. You took him out of the cleaning cupboard and into the ladies' lavatories. We put him in a wheelchair and rolled him over to the Royal Free Hospital where you, dressed as nurses, intercepted him. We followed you to Hyde Park where we thought you put him in a pedlo but realised you'd actually shaken us off and were on your way to the Docklands. Hang on, that wasn't us at the hospital. The nurses? That wasn't... I could have sworn... Nope. Oh, Jesus Christ. So that's where we lost him. At the Royal Free. We have to go straight back. Too late, sweetie. What? We've already been to the hospital, and he's not there. We thought you tricked us by taking him in and then smuggling him straight back out again. No. No. Yes. Okay. Do you know what I think? I think we have to collaborate. Huh? Collaborate? Yeah, how's that gonna work? We've lost the surgeon. That frickin' zip bag could be anywhere in London. We don't have a single lead. Well, uh, we could... Uh, despair together? Great plan. Really. Who, who, who's that? Are you done despairing yet? Miss Kennedy. Ma'am. Mom. Northcott, how lovely to see the two of you here together. With the... Zip bag? You've got the surgeon? You Dalte Schlankheads! You and my nitwits! How on earth do four top-trained secret agents manage to lose a captured criminal? Correction. An unconscious captured criminal! Why, here it comes. Did the four of you... Hold your ears. Not fucking cooperate! You have all the resources of the CIA and MI5 combined, but you choose to indulge in a petty squabble. You clodpates! You blockheads! You dunces! You donos! You goons! You boobs! You, you idiots! idiots. Uh, um, 
Not to step out of line here, ma'am, but you did ask us to steal back the surgeon. I didn't mean stealing him from MI5! When you dumbbells lost him, I thought it was the Amelia Project stealing him back! Oh. Look at them! That's how Americans behave! We are better than that! To be fair, Mom, you did ask us to get the surgeon back from the American... I did not! No, you, you did. You said, sort this out. Uh, yeah, I guess that could mean... Oh, sorry. Miss Kennedy and I have come to an agreement. This is a joint order to all of you, from all of us. And it's not have a merry goddamn Christmas. Go! Haynes! You are to assist Agents Williams and Fox with anything they need at any time. Because the Americans are our allies. Understood? Now. Get to work! I... guess we're friends, then? I guess we are. So, who's carrying the body? After you. Whatever happened to chivalry? I thought you Brits were real big on that. Oh, I, I couldn't. But I just see I have uh, my back. Oh, uh, I see. MI5 was the last one to touch him. Conquer yeah, a couple of countries. This episode was written and edited by Einstein Brager, with sound design by Frederick Barden and Dominic Hargreaves. It featured Julia Morizawa, Josh Callahan, Federico Trujillo, Julia C. Thorne, Laurie Martinez, Alex Scott Fairley, James Carney, Andre Zayats, Aaron King, Jordan Cobb, Mama Bang Bang, Sarah Golding, Torgny G. Ondero, and Benjamin Noble. Graphic design by Anders Pedersen. Thank you to Lala Droner for script consultancy, and thank you to Marty Parzival for production assistance and transcripts. In this episode, you heard Matteo tell an embarrassing story, and for this moment we actually asked patrons to send us their own real embarrassing stories as inspiration. We ended up going with a story sent in by our patron Tracy, so thank you Tracy, and uh, we'll be recording and releasing some of the other stories that were submitted on Patreon very soon. On that note, thank you to all our patrons who keep the show alive, and a special shout-out to our super patrons, Sophia Anderson, Kate Sukiyasu, Sophie Levizo, Jem Fiddick, Orbit Asant, Travis Curtin, Rushab Shukla, Emily Harris, to whom this episode is dedicated, Stephanie Weitenhiller, Chloe Lefferman, Elizabeth Curry, and welcome to our two new super patrons, Mince and Such and Victor Hesselbaum. Now, you've probably heard us mention our Coco Corner sessions, but you might not be aware what these actually are. So, for today's epilogue, we're giving you a little insight into Coco Corner. All past Coco Corner sessions can still be watched on replay, and there'll be new ones coming soon. All right, hello everybody. We are live Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Amelia Project, Coco Corner. Welcome to this month's edition of Coco Corner. To make this show, we are dependent on support from our patrons. 
But being a patron is not just about keeping the show alive. It's also about being part of a community. And it's a cocoa-loving community. If you sign up as a $5 patron, you can join us for our regular live streams with cast and crew, where we answer your questions and share behind-the-scenes Amelia secrets. I was approached by mail. Yes, you heard me right. There were very, very many different versions that the interviewer could have been. The phoenix rises from this cup of cocoa, and it's also hot steam from the cocoa. Congratulations. I'm pretty sure I'm allowed to share. This is, I, I gotta be allowed to share this by now, right? Okay, it says, congratulations. This is the Amelia Project. It's an explosive. It, it's got to do with explosives. <laughs> <laughs> that might explain why it didn't arrive. I don't, I, I don't think I need it. Oh, by the way, I did find some rum. You did? Okay, well, not yet, okay? Because I, I, I want to try and answer some questions if we have some questions coming in. How do you think if Sarah Connor came to the office of the Amelia Project, could they fake her death to fool Terminator? How's the cocoa, by the way? Mm. I've been talking so much, I haven't even <laughs> It's really good. Go to ameliapodcast.com and click on support the show to sign up today. We'd love to see you at the next Coco Corner. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Cam Kander? Yeah, that was a strange thing. A prolific creator who disappeared suddenly in 2020. Eccentric, weird, inscrutable. Cam Kander was like a 21st century Howard Hughes. Nothing is known. Cam Kander, man, woman, non-binary person, no idea. Cam Kander, an enigma, a cipher, a mystery. Was Kander a genius or insane? Is there a difference? And one day, Cam Kander vanished into thin air. Off the map, off the radar. Like Amelia Earhart. From me, BK Will, in conjunction with Trojan Cat Media, a division of Corp. Leave me alone. I don't have anything to say about Cam Kander. Comes a shocking six part documentary series. Cam Kander is a Rorschach test. It's a MacGuffin stuffed inside a red herring, shoved down a rabbit hole that leads to a blind alley. Cam Kander is out there, waiting to make their glorious return. Like a cult leader? No, like a messiah. Discover Who is Cam Kander, a new investigative podcast coming Wednesday, September 1st, wherever you listen to podcasts.